Welcome to our Streams International Ministry Podcast with Prophet Jared Nusulu, PhD, and Prophetess Gabriella Nusulu. Experience prophetic revelation teachings, personal prophecies, healing, deliverance, breakthrough. You are now listening to a teaching recorded at one of our live church services. Yeah. This year is, is another year. Um, we are talking about this is the year of the rhapsody of, of the new creation realities, new creation men realities, right? Yes, so people know. Hallelujah. So these are the things that we, we want to see that new creation man who was recreated in Christ Jesus manifesting the life that is written about him because everyone has got a script written about you what you are supposed to do here on earth hallelujah the bible mentions to say Jesus Christ himself being the firstborn among many brethren who are the many brethren is me and you so Christ Jesus being the firstborn among many brethren that what it, what it means is what Christ did his abilities being used by the power of the Holy Spirit you also you have the power to do those things to walk in power in miracles signs and wonders just like Jesus hallelujah even Jesus himself spoke it he said if you believe in me, you can do greater and mighty things. Even more than this. More than him. How many people believe? It's only sometimes you look in the mirror. You look at yourself and say, ah, me. Can I pray for someone to get healed? And they get healed. If Jesus said it, you can do it. So the whole of this year, we are going to be talking about, the focus is going to be on you. Say me. I'm also included, by the way. When I said you, I'm also including myself. It's not that I'm putting myself somewhere and then I'll be pointing to say you. No, no, no. I'm also included. So the focus is also on, is going to be on us as individuals. Hallelujah. Welcome, my sister there. My mom, how are you? God bless you. So the focus is going to be on us as individuals. Last year we were talking about the kingdom expansion. Hallelujah. Winning soul for Jesus Christ. Many of us. So that the church grows. Hallelujah. The body of Christ will grow. But this year, it's a new season. Hallelujah. It's a new year. It's a new season altogether. It's got a new theme. So we should not miss what God wants to, wants to do. Be a partaker. Hallelujah. From right from Sunday school, we are going to have programs to teach Sunday schools so that they discover who they are at young age. Young people, hallelujah, are going to be guided in the things of God. Those who are already in the relationships, we are not going to break relationships. We are going to guide them so that they do the right thing according to the expectations of God. Hallelujah. Until they come at a point where they get married properly. So don't run away from us. 
we are not enemies. Disclose to us. This is what is happening. It's normal. We went through that way. Hallelujah. We will guide you. We will help you until you get there. Hallelujah. Ministers of God. I'm also talking about fellow pastors and teachers, evangelists, everyone. Hallelujah. We are going to be built by God himself. Hallelujah. It's a new season. Be a brother's keeper to someone. Hallelujah. Tell your neighbor, don't be left behind. If you see someone is not there, look for them. Are you going for prayer tonight? Are you going for prayer today? Are you going to church? Where are you? Come along with me. Those that are married, if your, your other person is, you know, in the morning is just, you wake up, you go for prayer and he's sleeping. Say, hey, hey, hey. Follow him. I know these guys are very much disciplined in terms of that. They wake up at 4 a.m. Every day, January to December, 3 a.m. Follow him. Hallelujah. Encourage one another. At one point myself, I, this is how I grew up spiritually. I used to depend on those people who were higher above me in my spiritual life. When they are going for prayer, I attach myself. When they, I always tell them, okay, guys, please, whenever you are going, pick me up. Encourage me. I tell you, there are some days where you feel like, ah, oh, it doesn't feel like going there. But if you have someone whom you have spoken to to say, help me, they will help you. Hallelujah. Don't separate yourself. Don't run away from God. That's the way of the enemy to destroy you. Otherwise, to build up again, it may take a long time. It's easier to destroy what God has built in your life than to build again. The things of God, they work this way. It's just like waking, I always say, it, it's just like going into the gym, going to the gym. You know, I experience it myself. I know what I'm talking about. You may go there, you, you, today you start day one, day two, up to day seven, you, you'll be increasing in terms of weights, what you can do. But if you stop for two, three days, you don't continue from where you left. You start from the beginning, from the lowest weight. That's how you go backward. Hallelujah. So it's a season, don't be left behind. It's a new season. I know many people who say, ah, no, we don't believe these themes, you know, if we, each day is just like any other day. You know, as long, as long the sun will just come and there's a noon day, there's a sunset. It's just like, it's not like that. Even God himself recognizes seasons. The Bible actually says in the book of Daniel chapter 2, verse number 21, if you read, it mentions to the Bible says, God is the one who changes times and seasons. So whenever there is a change of time and seasons, go along with God. It is good for you. Hallelujah. There is the scripture. He changes the times and seasons. Hallelujah. It is God who does those things. The Bible also says, the mention to say the sons of Isaac, they understood the times and seasons. Hallelujah. What Israel ought to do. So those guys, they get they had the spirit of wisdom and revelation. They would tell Israel, this is the time. God is moving this direction. Not God who is moving north and you are going south. And you expect a breakthrough. No. 
Hallelujah. So move with seasons and times. Hallelujah. Our God is a God of seasons. Is a God of times. Hallelujah. Are you hearing me? So we are given 2024 as the year of the new creation men. Hallelujah. We are looking for, expecting to see the manifestation of the new creation. The person who has recreated in you. Hallelujah. For, it, for the purposes of God. Hallelujah. So, like I mentioned to say, the focus is going to be on us as individuals. What we're going to do, how to walk in authority, how to walk in power. It's not something that can be covered in one sermon. No. Because it covers a lot. It cannot be covered in one sermon. So, I think it's already packaged by the Holy Spirit to be covered in 52 weeks. In one year. Just focus on me. Just the focus on you and me. Hallelujah. We're going to be taught how to walk in authority. How to walk in power. Hallelujah. What God has done for us. What God has put in us. The abilities. The talents. Hallelujah. That you are supposed to use for you to manifest the glory of God. Hallelujah. Here is 2024. It's a new season for us. This is how prophet put it. To say, it's like a blank year. It is blank. It's up to you to fill the year with good things. The things that you want. How do you feel? How do you fill it up? You use your mouth. The Bible says your tongue is a pen of a red writer. You are given a blank, a blank page. You write it. It's a blank check. Fill it up. What you want to see this year. Write it. The goodness of the Lord shall follow me. January to December, I will have breakthroughs. I will have favor. I will not get sick. It shall be well with me. Write it down. Write it down in your heart. Make those confessions. Speak it. Otherwise, if you do not, the devil just like, ah, here is a, it's a blank year. You will just fill it with sicknesses, sorrows. You don't take, accept anything that comes in a year. We had the year of COVID. The devil planned it, bombarded with the virus. Today you are here, today. Many people died during that time. Today you are here probably because of the confession that you made. To say, as for me, I will not die but I will live. It may appear like a mere statement that is so empty. But I tell you, that is loaded with faith. That is loaded with the power of God. Hallelujah. Your tongue has got power. It's like a pen of a red writer. So speak those things. Hallelujah. You know, the Bible says, I come in the volume of the books. It's written about me. Your life 
you are a script. There's a script that is written about you. The script that is written of heaven, from heaven. It's written about you, what you shall be. So it's a matter of looking into that script, which is the scripture. That talks about promises about you. And then you begin to claim those things. Begin to confess. Begin to speak them. Hallelujah. If, any, if you see anything that does not align with what is written in the script, then that's an error. Do not accept those things. Because what happens is the devil wants you to convince you to say, that's your destiny. That's how things are supposed to be. No, that is a lie of the devil. Do not accept those things. Say there is a script written about me. There is a plan about me. From heaven. And it is a good plan. In the name of Jesus. And I will live according to the script. In the name of Jesus. In 2024, I will not accept any negative thing. In the name of Jesus. I will speak positive confession. I will make declaration. I will prophesy of my life. Of what is written about me. In the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Psalm 68, if you read from verse number 11 to 13. The Bible talks about. The Bible says he crowns. Psalm 68, verse number 11. What does the Bible say? The way the new kingdoms. Actually, 65. I'll come back to 60, 68. 65. All right, let's start. Okay, all right. The Bible says, you crown the year with your goodness and your path drip with abundance. So this year already, 2024, is already crowned with what? With goodness for you. So any bad thing that comes in your life, it is an error. Cancel this, that thing with your mouth. Make a declaration to say, this year is loaded for me. This year is crowned with goodness for me. I'll walk in the goodness of the Lord. I'll experience the goodness of the Lord. Whatever I touch, it shall be blessed. My children will be blessed. I will not cry. Hallelujah. And then Psalm 68, verse number 19. The Bible says, it talks about Daily, he loads us with benefits. I like your, your version. I was just looking at it. Your, this is the easy version that you like so much. I know those guys, they may not have it, um, the easy version. It talks about he carries us, you know, in his arms. Daily, he carries us. Imagine 2024, he's carrying you in his arms. I know my God is faithful. He cannot just drop me at the time when I really need him. No. 
every day is carrying me. This year he shall carry me in the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. We have prayed. We did our prayer in fasting 14 days. We were anointed three times. How many times? Let me see. Maybe people are not aware. How many times were you anointed? Number one for what? At family level, to have influence at your family level. So what it means is every challenge that comes at family level, you are the one ordained to stand up and say, stop that nonsense, you devil. It's not about age. It's not about age. It's about recognizing the authority, the anointing upon your life. Don't look upon yourself. Don't allow things to go wrong ways in your family. I cannot come. Of course, I, I may not know what is happening to your family. But you know better. Hallelujah. You know the battles. At family level, rise up. Challenge the devil. Say, I am anointed. And therefore, I was anointed. Devil, you cannot continue to do these things that you are doing. As long as I am in this family. Hallelujah. You carry the anointed, almost the anointing of King David. Number two, you were anointed at tribal level. I don't know where you come from. I don't know where you come from. But in your tribe, you may be surprised to say, probably you are the only one anointed. Hallelujah. Rise up. Challenge it. Any authority, any power. Challenge it. Because why? Because on that day when you were anointed, that oil when it came upon you, power and grace to break any limitation at tribal level, sicknesses or whatsoever, or spirit of witchcraft, whatever it is, demoniac forces, you are given that power. So don't look down upon yourself and to say, I cannot do it. That anointing and power was not a waste. Hallelujah. That day when, it was a few days actually, when um, David was anointed. By seven, he brought down a giant. You know Goliath. Hallelujah. It was because it opened the grace. Hallelujah. To bring down giants. I don't know the giants and the mountains that are before you this year. You shall bring them down yourself. Because of the anointing that you carry. In the name of Jesus. You shall command mountains. You shall speak to mountains. To say you O mountain. Who are you before me? You shall be a plain. I shall walk on dry ground. Hallelujah. On plain ground. In the name of Jesus Christ. Number three was the grace. The anointing for to take nations. Just like David. Hallelujah. You can put yourself as an intercessor for your nation. Hallelujah. If you are given the grace for nations, what about cities? <laughs> hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. It's just the grace of the season. Hallelujah. Maybe if, if it was uh, the time, maybe only pastors are anointed. You're going to say, uh, probably they, these pastors, they need to pray for us. But now we receive the same level of anointing. All of us, those, those who participated, that were present, we were all anointed. Hallelujah. 
So let's just walk in that authority. Exercise it. Hallelujah. Whether you see it or not, just do it. Hallelujah. The rest will be the history. So it is a season that we are in. Don't be left behind. I think there's something that I mentioned about seasons last year. Was it last year? If I still remember. I don't know what I was saying. But really, I, I believe that statement was led by the Spirit. Because I tried to search it in the scriptures. I could not find it. But it is true. Because if I said, if you look at what has happened to Israel. Israel is for a sign. What is happening to Israel is also what is in the, in the spirit is also happening to the church. If you see Israel, I mentioned to say, if you see Israel being attacked by the enemy, it's also a season that most likely the church is going to be attacked as well. Look what is happening around the world. The devil is rising up against the church. Especially the prophetic. Everywhere. Trying to bring down the church. But guess what? The guests of hell will not prevail against the kingdom. Hallelujah. In as much no nation is going to conquer Israel. Even if all the nations gang up. And they are powerful. They use powerful weapons. Tiny as Israel is. They will not bring it down. All the Islamic nations, they can gang up. They might be mighty in terms of military weapons. They might be mighty in terms of geographical area, in terms of populations. But tiny Israel as it is, they will never bring down Israel. But because he who watch over Israel does not slumber nor sleep. Hallelujah. He will just embarrass them. They started the war. Now when Israel, UN said, okay, Israel, you've got the right to defend yourself. When they were defending themselves, they started crying. Everyone now protesting. Israel is killing children. They are <laughs> Everyone now is crying. Hallelujah. This year, you are anointed for greatness. You are anointed for success. You will succeed. In the name of Jesus, no weapon formed against you shall prosper. Any tongue that rises against you, you shall condemn. With your mouth, you shall condemn it. You cannot fail this year. Whatever that you have applied, the grace of God, the hand of God, is going before you. In the name of Jesus. Those who are looking to pay fees, you shall look back and say, how did this happen? Hallelujah. Financial breakthroughs. The goodness of mercy shall follow you. In the name of Jesus. There won't be any limitation for you. In the name of Jesus. Say no more limitations. No more delay for me. No more setback for me. In the name of Jesus. For it is written. Touch not my anointed ones. Are you anointed? Were you anointed? How many times? three times. Therefore, the devil will not touch you. He will not touch your family. He will not touch any area of your life. Why? Because it is written. 
you shall not touch the anointed ones of God. That scripture is not only for the men of God only. It is also for you. Hallelujah. Say my anointed. I cannot be touched. The Lord God Almighty has created a hedge of fire around me in the name of Jesus. Even if the devil launched their missile, it, will not, it cannot come near you. Hallelujah. It will not come near you in the name of Jesus. I think was it we were talking about, um, was it you were talking about the sling of David? You know, we were talking about that we were following the war of Israel. Where he was telling me they developed a weapon called the sling of David. <laughs> it is just a small, it appears to be a small bomb. But where it lands, my God, the destruction is massive. Difficult to explain. Hallelujah. When the enemy attack you, your prayer will bring down, down giants. Hallelujah. Your declaration will bring giants in the name of Jesus. Say, I receive in the name of Jesus. That devil is in trouble this year. And his agents, they will not touch me. They will not touch my family. I'm heavenly protected. Heavenly defended. Witches and wizards. They will not touch me. In the name of Jesus Christ. Someone was telling me. I didn't know that uh, even in PNG there are witches. I thought it's only in Africa. They are hips. <laughs> <laughs> I hear they are there. You are dangerous. No weapon formed against you shall prosper. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Clap hands for Jesus. We are heavenly defended. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Wait until we come to the point of manifestation where we shall manifest who we are in Christ Jesus. Small, small, last year we were doing small, small, exercising our authority. The believer's authority. Remember the month of the believer's authority. One of the manifestations is to walk in authority. Where you just need to pray, you don't need to pray a long prayer. You just command things. They were testifying a number of them about the weather. You, you testified. Exercising their authority to say, Change this, change the, uh, we call upon the clouds to appear. Hallelujah. This year you shall come a point where you just speak to things like uh, diseases. You say you be healed. Even before speaking a word, you just, you are free. Why? Because this Christ Jesus is he already in us? Hallelujah. If Christ Jesus became the firstborn among, first among many brethren, we can do mightier things even than more than Jesus. Hallelujah. That's what he said. But it looks like there are some things that may limit that power. 
There are those things that limit us. Those are the things that we are going to focus and deal with the whole of this year. 52 weeks. Hallelujah. Until we come to a point where we are manifesting the fullness of God in our lives. Hallelujah. Walking in authority. Casting out devils. Where some people come to a point where they say, are you a human being or you're a spirit? Just like Apostle Paul. Beaten by a snake. They were waiting for him to collapse and die. But the man was just standing. And then people were like, ha, ah, is this one, are you a spirit? <laughs> but he was a man just like us. Hallelujah. So it calls for the time of preparation. Separation. Hallelujah. Preparing yourself. Let's take a reading from the book of Luke chapter 1, verse number 80. I just picked one character there that we want to learn from. Hallelujah. Luke chapter 1, verse number 80. Okay. The Bible there is talking about John the Baptist again. Afterward, the son grew in spirit and by Strengthened by the Holy Spirit and grew up and grew in his love for God. John chose to live in the lonely wilderness. Until the day came when he was to be displayed publicly to Israel. There is a version, I'm not too sure which version, that talks about until the time of his manifestation to Israel. I want to use the same word, manifestation. Is it the new King James? Let's check the New King James Version. It talks about the manifest until the time of his manifestation. Yes. So the child grew and became strong in spirit and was in the desert till the day of his manifestation to Israel. So John, as you know, was born six months um, before Christ was six months older than Jesus. From the time he grew, the Bible says he grew up in the wilderness, separate from all everyone else. He had no spiritual father. Are you hearing me? He had no pastor. He had no evangelist. No one to guide him. No one to teach him. But he had only the Holy Spirit. Because the Bible says he was filled with the Holy Spirit from his mother's womb. He lived there in the wilderness for about nearly 30 years. Being prepared by the Holy Spirit. Being tried and tested in many different directions of temptations. He did not care about many things. Even his food, he was eating locust and honey. His clothes was just putting on the camel skin. Probably he was not even shaving his beard. That is the reason why they, say, they said, even the people were talking about him. To say he was almost like a vagabond. 
But the man has great anointing. To the point of he had to baptize Jesus Christ himself. God himself. And Jesus had to say there is no man born of a woman. Greater than John. So the anointing is not in the suits that I'm wearing. How I look. He was not looking pretty. But he had that. Because he took time to separate himself. For nearly 30 years. Preparing himself for the ministry. Hallelujah. 30 years. Praying in the wilderness. No pastor. No one to encourage. Only the Holy Spirit. What about you? You and me. We have pastors. We have the Holy Spirit. We have double. We have double than John. The starting point, all of us, me and John and you and John, we all have the Holy Spirit. Above all, you have got pastors, evangelists, teachers, and uh, apostles to guide you. John had none. Can you see what I'm talking about? So sometimes it's the responsibility of you and me to make a decision to say this year, I just need to give myself. Say, to give myself to the Holy Spirit. Give the best of myself. Until I manifest the fullness of Jesus. I remember someone, uh, my former workplace. I don't know how I, was, how, how I was conducting myself. I don't know. Sometimes we are not aware of these things until someone speaks. Then someone says to me, I think you are full of Jesus. <laughs> this is an unbeliever. I don't know how I was conducting myself in terms of speech, why, the way I was doing things. But as we were talking, I can't remember what we were talking about. Then the person says, I remember this thing actually yesterday. But that person told me, the way you do things, I think you're full of Jesus. Just too much. Then I said, ah, oh, that's uh, okay. So probably I had started already manifesting, you know, small, small. Hallelujah. But myself, I desire more. Hallelujah. I desire more. I'm not yet there. But we desire more. Let's desire more. Be hungry for more. The power of God. It's unlimited. Until we come to that point. To the image, the fullness, like the image of Jesus Christ. Because in the beginning... Genesis 1, 26. God says, let us create men in our own image, in our own likeness. Sometimes that scripture we interpret it as maybe in terms of body, in terms of the spirit. But it also means in terms of power, authority, to be like God. He was leading prayer apostle here. Same scriptures that I was talking about, that I'm talking about right now. Hallelujah. So in other words, what God had the ability to do through Jesus Christ, you can also, you must also do those things. Hallelujah. Because now is not a time whereby we need to be calling upon Jesus, to calling upon God to do certain things that we can also do. Because he has given us the authority already. Hallelujah. 
So what we need to do is to align ourselves. Hallelujah. Prepare ourselves. Hallelujah. You know, the desire of every the desire of every father is to reproduce himself. The desire of his of every father, do we have fathers here? The minimum is to reproduce himself in the lives of their children or better. I remember my father. My father was a teacher. He was pushing me to be a teacher also. <laughs> I said, no. no. <laughs> you know, then he was saying, ah, no. How come among all of you, no one is, is taking my full step to be a teacher also? <laughs> Hallelujah. So it is a desire of every father to replicate himself in the lives of their children, to see himself. Hallelujah. Same thing with God. He wants to the same character of God himself to be in you. The same righteousness of God to be in you. The same level of holiness of God to be in you. The same power of God to be also in you. How God exercises authority and power to also, you also do it. To walk in miracle signs and wonders. To be, also, to be a career of the presence of God in your life. Hallelujah. So it is a year. Separate yourself. Focus on God. Desire more. Don't wait for the approval of people. Of men. John separated himself in the wilderness. The scripture that we read. Until he was not looking good in his face, you know, the long beard, yeah, he's a prophet, you know, red eyes, you know, I guess he was not even smelling good, no perfume at all, putting on the camel skin, everyone is putting on those garments, you know, in the cities, you know, they will put on those garments, the long ones, the robes, you know, the Pharisees, you know, these are high priests and those long heads, you know, these ones are the great men of God, you know, but John, he, here John appears wearing a camel skin. With long beard to say, until they ask, Who are you? So go and tell them, I'm the voice of the one crying in the wilderness. Because they understood the guy is anointed. There must be something about this guy. But he was, guess what? He was not approved by men. They say he's a vagabond. Because why? Men have got their standard of approval. Put on a suit like me. You hold a microphone. He's a man of God. <laughs> that is a wrong approval, I tell you. That's a, that's a wrong way. The anointing is not in the suit. The anointing is not about holding a microphone. It's just about separating yourself. You as an individual there. Do your things in your closet. Down in your closet. Pray. Hallelujah. John the Baptist, the Bible says, he came, I think it's Luke chapter... Luke chapter 7, verses, is it 37, 38? Jesus was talking about John the Baptist. He came not eating. They said he's a vagabond. So men will not approve anything. Then Jesus came with eating and drinking, doing the opposite. They said, ah, this one, no, 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 no. He's a what? They said he's a gluten man. A wine beeper. You know? 
He's always eating with tax collectors, this one. So what does it teach us? This teaches us, even if you humble or separate yourself, men will not approve. Your fellow brothers and sisters will not approve you. Even if you go the other way, the opposite, they will not still approve you. So in other words, what we are learning here, don't wait for the approval of anything from, from anyone. Hallelujah. Seek God as an individual. Separate yourself. Desire holiness. Desire to, have, to enter into another realm. Hallelujah. The righteousness of God. The character of God to be in you. The righteousness of God to be in you. The holiness of God. Separate yourself. Hallelujah. Then you can ask God to say, Lord, anoint me. Use me. Hallelujah. These are the things that limit us. Compromising. Walk in the filthiness of the flesh. These are the things that hinder the manifestation of God in our lives. So there is always a gap. It's always concerning because you look into the mirror, the word of God. The word of God describes who you are in the spirit. You are wonderfully and fearfully made. A new creation man, powerful, walking in authority. Hallelujah. But you look at now, the position where you are right now. You see as if there are two beings. There is a gap. What you are, what the Bible describes who you are. And what you are now. You just see no. There is a gap here. Why? It's a question that we cannot answer now because it's loaded with so many things. So that question is going to be answered in about 12 months. As I'm speaking right now, I'm, only, I'm also answering part of it. Next month, the theme may be, I don't know the next month's theme, but it will be answering part of that question. You say, why is there a gap? Yes, power was given to me. Christ Jesus gave us power and authority. Here I am. I'm praying for someone who's sick. I cannot cast out a demon. Sickness is not going. Why? Why is there a gap? So every teaching that we're going to be teaching it, uh, uh, beginning this month, next month, until the end of the year. What we are trying to fight is to close that gap. What is written, all the promises, what is written about you in the Bible. About the new creation man. What is written about you and who you are, what you are manifesting now. That gap must be closed. So there, there are no two personalities but one personality who will reflect the image of Christ. That when you speak a thing, it shall happen. You pray for someone to be healed, healing happens. Bible says Elijah was a man just like us. He prayed wherever he was. 
I don't know whether it was close to Israel in terms of geographical area now. They say it should not rain for three and a half years. It never rained, including Australia. People were here, they were suffering. Why is this happening? Why is this happening? Everywhere in Nigeria is not raining. Three and a half years in Kiribati, everywhere in Solomon Island, everything was happening. They were missing even, even, even cyclones, probably, to say at least it was going to bring rain, but nothing. Why? Because of one man, wherever he was. Until the time where he said, decided again, let it rain now. He went into prayer. Why? He was manifesting who he was in the spirit. Hallelujah. This is the authority that we need to have. Apostle was mentioning to say we are gods. Created in the image of God. Having the DNA of Christ. Having the DNA of God. The spirit of God. The seed of God in us. Therefore, they should we should not have that gap in between us. To say, ah, this is Pastor Shingan in the flesh. Ah, he's limited in the flesh, in the spirit, probably can do this. No. I'm also contending to come to a point where I shall be manifested. Hallelujah. Just like John, 30 years in the wilderness, being prepared, being cooked, you know, being tempted in every direction, being prepared. Until the time of his manifest, when he was introduced, when he manifested into Israel, they went like, wait a minute, who is this guy? Walking with so much authority and power. Jesus also the same thing. His ministry started at the time of 30 years. Although before his ministry, he was doing small sports, we read about him in the temple, we read about him here and there. But the full manifestation of the Son of God started at the time of he, he changed water into wine. That was the beginning of his ministry. Hallelujah. It's not about age. It's not about to say it's limited to some people. You can do it. You can do it. Hallelujah. You can do it. God's desire that he wants to replicate himself. He wants to see all small gods. You know, small gods like him carrying the power of God. Where God in, in heaven will be just watching, look at my son, look at my daughter. Hallelujah. Performing miracle signs and wonders. Hallelujah. To the point where you can even decide, to, you know, Sometimes we can abuse authority. I always say. <laughs> to say, ah, today, I want to stop rain in Townsville. <laughs> if, <laughs> some, such a thing, God is not involved. He has just entrusted your power and authority to you. You can do whatever you want with it. Why? Because we have got the power and authority. I always mention about Elisha. We just say, ah, bear, these boys are laughing at me. Eat them. Have your lunch. And it happened. Yeah. God was not involved in that thing. Probably God just questioned to say, look, you know, you, you should not be doing those kind of things. You know, 
<laughs> but God says, no, I will not take, although I will not take power from you, but, you know, you should not be doing this kind of thing. <laughs> you don't kill people. Hallelujah. That is the manifestation of the sons of God. Hallelujah. Let's look at um, Ephesians chapter 2, verse number 10. Um, hallelujah. One of the favorite scriptures. I think this year, when we are talking about um, the manifest new creation men, those are some of the scriptures that we are going to be read more often. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. Hallelujah. Um, another version, I think that's the amplified version that I have here. It says, for we are his workmanship, his own masterpiece, masterwork, the work of his art created in Christ Jesus, reborn from above, spiritually transformed, renewed, ready to be used for good works, which God prepared for us beforehand, taking parts which he set that we, that we would walk in them, living the good life which he prearranged and made ready for us. Hallelujah. So the one who designed the thing, the thing which is me and you, he knew the work that we are supposed to do. Hallelujah. And therefore you cannot say, me, I cannot do these things. I'm not able. Why? Because the one who designed you, he knew you are the right machine. You are the right person. You have the right abilities. You have the right talent. Hallelujah. He knows you can do it. So what, you, what can limit you is only ignorance, the lie of the devil. What can limit you also is you doing other things, not walking in the likeness of God, in the ways of the Lord. Hallelujah. You are the masterpiece. Specially crafted for good works for God. Hallelujah. We have all the talents already programmed in us. Hallelujah. So what we need is the knowledge. We need to be equipped also. The Bible mentions to say in the book of Ephesians chapter 4 verse number 11 and 13 to 13 to say he gave some to be apostles some to be prophets some to be evangelists pastors and and teachers for the equipping of the saints i mentioned about john the baptist he had no pastor he had no spiritual father hallelujah he grew up in the wilderness he had no other, th all those kind of things. But here we are. We are given, loaded with the fivefold ministry. Above, we have the Holy Spirit. We are given pastors. We are given teachers of the word. We are given apostles. We are given evangelists, prophets. Hallelujah. So that we are equipped for this work of God. 
This is the reason, probably this is the reason why um, Prophet had to anoint even pastors and teachers this year. Pastors, hallelujah. And he mentioned to say, there are many to come. It may be you. Hallelujah. But what I'm, where I'm reading here from the fivefold ministry here, I'm not seeing a minister here. So if you are anointed, if you are anointed a minister, that is not your level. Minister simply means you are a trainee of one of these. You are a trainee. It's not an office. You are passing through. So when you, when the right time comes, when the right times comes, who knows when? Some people, they don't even go through the position of a minister before they become a prophet or whatever, evangelist or teacher. Straight away, they are ready. God will just say, anoint this one as a teacher right now. There is no formula to it. Hallelujah. So my encouragement to you is, as you prepare yourself this year, contend to separate yourself. Having the character of God. Having the character of God. Desire the character of God. Desire the holiness of God. Desire the righteousness of God. Hallelujah. Look at your weaknesses. Area of weaknesses. We all have weaknesses. That is one of the limits. Could it be anger? You can easily get offended. That can limit you to get into another stage. Look into your weaknesses. Look into those cracks where the devil will just find a way to limit you, to pull you down. Cover those things. Cover those gaps. Take time even to pray and fast. Myself, I was praying during the time of, most of the time I was repeating, most of the time to say, Lord, this area of weaknesses, Lord, help me. I need grace. I need grace. Even Apostle Paul, he prayed. For the thorn in the flesh, we don't even know what kind of thorn it was. That it may be taken away from him. But that thing was there for a purpose. God chose to keep it there. So that he's not too proud. Are you hearing me? If it's a pride, just pray against pride to say, Lord, I don't want this thing to follow me. I don't want this thing. Just pray against pride. Pray against those weaknesses. You know it yourself. Hallelujah. Those are the things that will just try to fight you. To dim your light. So that you do not manifest the new creation man. Hallelujah. Because the new creation man, the person who was recreated in Christ... He's not a, someone who is just full of anger. He's not someone who is not forgiving. He's not someone who is too proud. He's not, those are things of the flesh. Hallelujah. We are all going through training. Holy Spirit will be speaking to us. All of us. Hallelujah. We just need to train ourselves, allow the Holy Spirit to work in us. Hallelujah. I'm about to finish. Thank you, Jesus. Why? We want to come to a point where 
you look at Jesus, you see the character of Christ Jesus in each and every individual. Hallelujah. It's a journey. But the responsibility is upon you and me. The Holy Spirit cannot just force himself on someone to change a person. No. You need to, you and me, we need to comply. We need to agree with the Holy Spirit. To say, I want to walk with you. Cleanse me, sanctify me, make me pure. Take away all these weaknesses in my life. Hallelujah. If you fast more often on these things, giving yourself in prayer, reading the word, your mind will be renewed. Your mind will be renewed. Hallelujah. Ephesians chapter 4, verse number 22 to 23 talks about, uh, maybe let me just read from, give me the New, New King James versions. Hallelujah. That you put off concerning your former conduct. Who is supposed to put off? Is it God who is supposed to put off from you? So in other words, you, have got, you and me have got an effort to take. Make an effort to put off concerning the former conduct, the old man, which grows corrupt according to the deceitful lust. Go to the next verse. And be renewed in the spirit of your mind. When we are born again, the spirit is born again. But let's say you get born again at the age of 20. Already your mind is programmed for the past 20 years of things of the world, of doing things. To say, if you kick me, I'll kick you back. It was programmed that way. So when you are born again, it's not a, it's not a matter of just immediate everything changes. You go through a renewal of your mind. As you study the word of God, it replaces those things. Your mind is a transformation that happens. It may take a while, but things are changing. The more you read the word, you study the word, the more you pray, you change those weaknesses, they will be replaced by the word of God in you. Until you are full of the word, hallelujah. Then you will see, gradually you will be manifesting. Manifesting the what? The new creation man, the manifesting the Christ in you. Hallelujah. It will spring out. Are you hearing me? I'm giving that verse again. Maybe let's just finish up and then we are going to pray. Next verse 23. Be renewed in the spirit of your mind. Hallelujah. Next verse, what does it say? I think that's say 23, right? Okay. That's fine. Um, let's rise up. We are going to pray. We are going to pray. The Amplified Vision says that regarding yourself previously, previous way of life, that you put off your old self, completely discard your former nature. which is being corrupted through deceitful desires and be continually renewed in the spirit of your mind. I like that word continually. So in other words, if you stop, 
you end up applying your own experience of um, the world experience that you have learned maybe from your parents, you have learned from the systems of the world. That may not work for the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. Having a fresh, untarnished mental and spiritual attitude. Put on the new self. So in other words, you need to put on. You just need to desire. You just need to decide to say, now I have to put on the new and walk in the newness of life. Put on the new man who was created in the image of God, in the likeness of God, that you may walk in the righteousness of God, holiness of the truth, living in a way that expresses to God your attitude, your, your gratitude for your salvation. Hallelujah. We are going to pray. I want us to, to surrender our lives because there are many things that um, easily entangles us. Offload any load, any weight that causes you not to run the race very well. We need to offload those things. Cleanse your, your vessel that God may use us. Cut any unnecessary weights. Whether it's a relationship that you know this one is ungodly, cut it off. Yes, it may be painful, but cut it off. It is good for you. It is not good for the Lord, but it is good for you. There are many people who have died with the great calling of God. But they never manifested um, the, new, the new men in their lives. Why? Because, probably because of those things that we are talking about. A life of compromise. Living an unholy life. Living a holy life is a, it's your responsibility as a child of God. Righteousness is a gift from God. It's given to us. When we give our life to Christ Jesus, righteousness is imputed to us. But when it comes to holiness, being separate, it's your responsibility and your decision. I want to encourage someone today. You have that desire to say, really, I just need, I'm struggling in this area. Do not give up. The Lord is faithful. He is loving. He has also forgiven even those murderers. People have committed even unspeakable things. Don't give up. I pray that your spirit of the Lord fill your heart. Give you the grace. The grace to go ahead. The grace to move on. To say, Lord, help me in this area. I surrender to you, Lord. 
my heart and all my weaknesses, Lord. It is only you, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Spirit of my living God. Thank you for your grace. Thank you for your mercy. In the name of Jesus. Sanctify me from filthiness of the mind, filthiness of the flesh, filthiness of the spirit. Make me pure, make me holy. In the name of Jesus. I come against everything. Anything that easily entangles me. Any form of sin that, that easily entangles me. Father, I pray for your grace. In the name of Jesus Christ. I believe you are praying with me. I believe you are praying for yourself. In the name of Jesus. Strengthen me, O Lord. Cleanse me by your spirit. By your blood, O Lord. In the mighty name of Jesus. I surrender myself to you. I surrender my heart. I open my heart to your spirit. I open my heart to your word. Sanctify me, O Lord. Renew me, O Lord. In the name of Jesus. I desire, O Lord, to manifest, O Jehovah. The new man. Let me walk, O God, in newness of life. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for your grace. In the name of Jesus. Breathe on me, O Lord, the breath of life. In the mighty name of Jesus. Take away the pride. Take away the pride inside of me. My limitations, O oh Lord. Cleanse me, O oh Lord. In the name of Jesus. My thoughts, my spirit. In the name of Jesus. Sanctify me, O oh Lord, by your blood. Sanctify my spirit. Fill me up, O oh God. In the name of Jesus. With your spirit, O oh God. In the mighty name of Jesus. Let Christ, O oh Lord, be formed inside of me. In the name of Jesus. Let your image, O oh Lord, be formed inside of me. In the name of Jesus. More of your character. More of your holiness. More of your righteousness. In the name of Jesus. More of your goodness. In my life, O oh Lord. In the mighty name of Jesus. I need, O oh God, more of you. In the name of Jesus. Take away more of me, Lord. In the name of Jesus. Malika let my conscience, O oh Lord, be sensitive to the Holy Spirit. Quicken my conscience in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. We are going to pray one more time. You know, the Bible mentions to say, if you continue in a certain habit over and over, over and over, sometimes, number one, you do a wrong thing. Your conscience, your spirit will question you. This is not right. But if you keep on doing it over and over, it will come, your conscience is seared just like a hot iron. That's what the Bible puts it. 
where you feel like it's as if it's all right your spirit is no longer questioning you it doesn't mean things are not are all right it's only that the conscience is seared it's a dangerous position because what will happen is if you continue in that state the spirit of god will just move away from you will just move away from you you have like someone who is just naked no protection the bible mentioned to say he who breaks the hedge the serpent will bite you have that protection around you but you decide to break the hedge and come out where the devil is out there rolling seeking him whom he may devour i pray in the name of jesus no one shall be a victim we want to pray that that conscience be activated in us it is a good thing to have that conscience that's so sensitive i tell you that questions you to say no this is the wrong thing i remember i was living in back, back home i was living with a brother that i was living with i always mention to say young people who are single sometimes if you live alone it opens a lot of temptations around you it's good to to preserve yourself that you may not fall into sin especially if you are also in a relationship you live with a brother so that he can be a brother's keeper because this flesh you don't trust it don't trust that flesh So this brother that I was living with we were brothers keepers so even a sister would come to see his to see he got into a relationship so a sister would come you know visit us to see him you find sometimes two of us or three of us brothers obviously there's no the environment is not conducive for for sin we are there we will not give them a, a time we will be there <laughs> and the sister will probably will just get annoyed what's wrong with these guys we'll be hovering around him yeah no privacy at all we are there brothers keeper yeah <laughs> we don't knock in any room just, even if i'm coming from work we just get in we are there <laughs> no privacy yeah no create a room whatsoever it is good preserve us so one day this brother goes out i think uh, goes out then with the girlfriend i think somehow they were holding hands <laughs> then he, the guy was convicted to say it is a wrong thing he came to me confessed ah you know ah gonna today ah no i feel bad man so what's wrong what did you do so ah you know what ah my girlfriend you know we We, we were holding hands so ah, i feel like ah no it's a wrong thing <laughs> you know it says as we were walking we were tempted to hold hands as we were walking and i so ah feel you know <laughs> so 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 you, you, you can see the level of his standard of holiness the way he was living 
to say his conscience was just questioning because of holding hands, holding hands with his girlfriend. What about, uh, what about, should I go there? <laughs> Holy Spirit, have mercy. You know, Conscience is, very, is a very important thing in our life that once it's activated to question us for every little thing, it will help you to walk in holiness. But when the Holy Spirit comes to a point where He's no longer talking, even if you do the wrong things, He's no longer, it's really concerning. It's heading for disaster heading for disaster. Remember one brother, we were sharing some of these things. Sometimes it's good to open to one another, especially young people. This year, I think I'm going to be closer to young people as also in relationships. I'll be giving out some tips how you can, how can you can preserve yourself. Because it's not, uh, it's not something that you can pray out, out, out away. You have to have a strategy, wisdom. In some areas, use your legs to avoid. Run like jo Joseph. Run away from the appearance of evil. Don't say, don't, don't be found in a position where you're just the two of you. Then you say, and it's at night, 11 p.m. And then you say, ah, I think I'll pray. Me, we are praying, two of us. I tell you, things will go wrong. Things will go wrong. Back home, there's a, there's a man of God when he was a youth. He was sharing his testimony. He says, ah. That testimony was to build someone. He was said it was during the prayer and fasting. So they were in a relationship. I think they were meeting two of them at a place to fast and pray as a whole church. But the two of them, they will meet someone. Genuinely to pray and fast. But something happened. Someone ended up pregnant. So he was saying, ah. That is to show that you don't trust your flesh. Don't trust your flesh. So we are going to pray that our conscience be activated. By the way, I'm not saying the holding of hands is evil. <laughs> Let me clarify it. I'm not saying you're not allowed. No, 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 no. <laughs> I think the Holy Spirit reminded me to say, you need to finish that statement otherwise. <laughs> I'm not saying it's a wrong thing. I was just explaining a point to say how sensitive he was to the point where even holding hands, it was crazy. The Holy Spirit was, you know, his conscience was questioning him according to his own standard. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Is that clear? So, otherwise, so, 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 
yeah say thank you spirit of the living god in the name of jesus activate my conscience in the name of jesus that your spirit lord may rebuke me when i in in, in any form of appearance of evil in the name of jesus that i may walk in in holiness in purity in the name of jesus holy spirit help me give me the grace in the name of jesus christ give me the grace that i may live in holiness in the fear of god in the name of jesus christ i need you lord i need you holy spirit give me the grace in the name of jesus they begin to pray thank you for listening to keep in touch with our ministry visit our website at www.streams.org.au and follow us on all social media platforms at streams.international. It is a blessing to share with you all our prophetic revelation teachings and it's our prayer to see you transform into mature sons of God. Share this podcast with your friends and family. Be blessed and until next time, Shalom. Shalom.